0: The people that are crazy enough to think they can change the world in healthcare. So sit tight and enjoy as we tell the story of another thought leading trailblazer.
1: Welcome back to Intrepid Healthcare. I'm your host, Joe Lavelle. I'm looking forward to this conversation with another trailblazing innovator who's returning to our show once again. This time to discuss the very hot topic of MACRA. We're going to get right to it today. We're joined by Dr. Michael Scherling, co-founder and chief medical officer at Modernizing Medicine. Dr. Scherling, welcome back to the show.
0: Thanks so much, Joe, for having me. I always look forward to our chats. Oh,
1: as do I. Thanks so much for making the time. Before we start a discussion, could you remind the audience a little about your background?
0: Absolutely. I'm the chief medical officer and co founder of Modernizing Medicine. So, I'm a practicing physician as well as one of the founders of a healthcare software company that provides healthcare software solutions from electronic medical records, practice management solutions, analytics to physicians and physician practices throughout the country. We have about 10,000 providers nationally on our platform and we focus on specialty specific solutions. So, we're in the fields of dermatology gastroenterology, ophthalmology, orthopedics, otolaryngology, plastic surgery, urology, rheumatology, and pain management. So we are absolutely really focused on how do we help our physicians navigate their regular course of business, as well as into this new paradigm of reimbursement, which we'll get to.
1: Absolutely. Before we get started with that, remind the audience about
0: how you serve your customers at Modernizing Medicine. Sure. We provide mobile solutions for our customers. So we have native iPad, Android, and iPhone apps for our physicians so they can touch in their documentation as opposed to dictating or typing it. Physicians are a lousy typists. I'm one too, so I can make fun of myself. We want to basically save as much time as possible. And so the way we do that is through this beautiful interface on the iPad where physicians can touch a diagnosis, place it on this anatomical Atlas, this avatar of the human body, and that automates all of their documentation needs including prescriptions, education handouts, billing, ICD-10, quality measures, and the like. And so what would take a physician five to ten minutes to fill out all of those documentation needs per patient, our customers it usually takes a minute or two. And that's really been the story behind our growth. We have added products beyond our electronic medical records Recently this year, including our practice management system, our analytics solution, our telemedicine solution, which we've talked about previously with you. And so it's, it's been a fantastic journey and really want to be everything to our specialists.
1: We seem to have gone from three-letter acronyms in healthcare to five-letter acronyms the last few years with ICD-10 and the one we're going to talk about. But if you ask many doctors, I think they'd call this one a four-letter acronym. Why don't (laughs) you start by giving just an overview of the evolution of MACRA for
0: us? Absolutely. So I think if we want to take it back, our country spends so much money on healthcare, over $500 billion, and of that... Seventy-seven billion or so as physician services. And every year, Congress votes to give physicians a little bit of a raise in terms of reimbursing physicians, but that's unsustainable. And so MACRA came into effect, which is the Medicare Access Chip and Reauthorization Act, which basically repeals the sustainable growth rate, that doc fix bill where we give ourselves a 1% raise every year before Congress leaves. And in its place puts really two pathways to reimbursement for physicians. The first is called MIPS, or the Merit-Based Incentive Payment System. And the second is called Alternative Payment Models. And both of these get at reimbursing physicians instead of doing more, reimbursing physicians for providing a higher level of quality. And so This is really a change for many physicians in the way we practice in this country. And this is going to start to take effect as soon as next year in 2017, where physicians will have to keep track of a certain number of quality measures, which will determine how well they do in this new paradigm. Based on their quality performance, they will get a payment adjustment up for those that have a higher quality or a payment reduction down if they demonstrate poorer quality. And so it's definitely making waves in healthcare, and it'll be interesting to see how it all winds up. The second piece is the alternative payment model. These are things that have been going on for several years already with the accountable care organizations and the patient-centered medical home. These are really ways for physicians and healthcare systems to partner with payers and going at risk. So if physicians can say, look, I can provide the same or a higher level of healthcare quality at a lower cost then you pay, or if I save money for you, let's split the savings. And therefore I benefit from saving the healthcare industry money. And then the payers benefit as well for providing the same or higher level of service for a lower cost. The issue with alternative payment models is only a small subset of physicians will get those incentives from the alternative payment models. It's only those that save the system the most money. And we believe that that will be a very small percentage of physicians that will be able to qualify for that path. So in the end, what will happen is everybody else that doesn't qualify for the alternative payment model, whether you're in an ACO or a patient medical home, will be recycled into the MIPS pathway, which is the Merit-Based Incentive Payment System. And that's where we'll focus most of the talk today. Great.
1: You mentioned a few of these, but what other ways will MACRA impact physicians, especially those in specialty medicine?
0: MIPS basically has four components. It's combining things that some physicians know already, which is quality measures, PQRS, the Physician Quality Reporting System, that's really taking effect for over the last five or six years, and this year will be the last year, which measures physicians on quality. There's something called a value-based modifier, which adjusts physicians' reimbursement up or down based on how they perform on quality measures and also how much money they spend ordering tests or procedures. Those two components, PQRS and the value-based modifier, are bundled into MIPS. There's also two other components. One is meaningful use, which doctors are typically using on an EHR record. That's been rebranded as advancing care, and that will also be part of MIPS. And the final thing is something called clinical practice improvement activities, which are certain measures that physicians will be responsible for, including providing more access to care or participating in certain evidence-based practices. Those four things make a myth, and I'll repeat them. Quality, advancing care, clinical practice improvement activities, and cost. 50% of the physician's score is based on quality. 25% is based on advancing care or meaningful use. 15% is based on clinical practice improvement activities, and 10% will be based on cost. And what will happen is physicians will be given a score from zero to 100%. The score will be determined in 2017, but will affect 2019 reimbursement. And depending on where you are on that curve, physicians who score very highly can get a payment bonus of up to 4% of the Medicare dollar. And physicians that score very poorly will get a reduction of up to 4%. That ratchets up every year up to about 9%. So in three or four years from now, that will be a 9% up or down based on how you perform compared to your peers. And this is budget neutral. So half of the physicians that participate that do well will literally take money from the other half that perform a lower quality or same quality at a higher cost.
1: Very interesting. Thank you for that great explanation. CMS recently announced a new, more flexible, I have air quotes, rollout plan for MACRIC. What can you tell us about that?
0: Absolutely. As with any new plan, it's really hard to implement a new plan all of a sudden. And I think that the physicians may not be ready for it. And just like we've seen with IC10, CMS delayed that by a year. And just like we saw with Meaningful Use Modified Stage 2, CMS delayed that as well. (laughs) we're seeing another flexible way for doctors to participate in value-based healthcare. And so there's new options, including physicians being able to participate the whole year for an incentive or to participate for part of a year if they're not ready towards the end of the year. And there'll be incentives for those that participate for the whole year versus less incentives for those that participate for half a year or less or just for those that want to just participate but for the least amount, they can avoid a negative payment adjustment. And I appreciate the flexibility on CMS's behalf. I think that'll really help physicians navigate this new way of doing things without having to panic on January 1. I think from Modernizing Medicine's perspective, we're absolutely ready to really automate a lot of the quality measure collection to give physicians visibility into what their costs are ahead of the game so that they can get as high a score as they can. For those that are on vendor systems that aren't prepared or proactive for this new rollout plan, it gives physicians an opportunity to switch from whatever they're on to a product that can handle it for them.
1: Outstanding. So maybe I was a little hard on CMS this time. Do you think that the new rollout plan will make it so that there won't be any delays like prior programs like ICD-10? Yeah,
0: I I think, you know, we still have to wait for the the rule to be formally approved. So I think hopefully it will be, but this gives physicians maximal flexibility. Uh, I do think that it will happen in 2017. And the good thing is physicians that are ready, can participate in a higher incentive. For those that need a little bit of time, they can still participate without necessarily getting penalized. So I think it's a win for CMS and it's definitely a win for the physicians.
1: Good deal. What are some tips you can provide physicians so they're better prepared to ensure that they really are successful in the shift to quality reporting?
0: That's a great question. I think that there's a lot of different quality measures that are out there, because quality makes so much of a score for physicians, it's very important that they pick measures that they'll perform well at. And I think for specialty physicians, they'll want to pick specialty-specific quality measures. So for instance, if you're a dermatologist, you'll want to pick measures around melanoma or psoriasis. If you're an ophthalmologist, you'll want to pick measures around cataract surgery, if you do cataract surgery, or retinal surgery, if you do retina surgery. And so I think that the systems that cater to specific quality measures for the specialties will be better for specialty physicians, as opposed to the one-size-fits-all quality measures like diabetes control of A1C or blood pressure control. These things are important, but I think it'd be very hard for a urologist or a gastroenterologist to perform better at those things than an internal medicine physician. And so it's important as we get graded that we compare apples to apples and not apples to oranges. And that's something that I think we do very well. And we have very specific specialty measures that are not only catered to the physicians, but we also automate and collect a lot of these quality measures at the point of care so they can see as they see the patient if they're missing something and they can correct it then and there. And then we can give them real-time benchmarking on where they stand, not only with their own patients, but compared to the rest of the physicians since this is graded on a curve.
1: Got it. You guys have a lot of exciting news going on at Modernizing Medicine these days. And I know that your customers are getting very excited about the Momentum Users Conference coming up next month. What can you tell us about that great event?
0: Oh thanks so much. The Momentum Users Conference is a wonderful event for not just physicians but medical assistants practice managers to really come together and interact with their colleagues from across the country. I liken it to our medical school reunion. You'll have a bunch of different specialties all under the same roof and it's a great way to learn about the new trends in healthcare. We'll be certainly talking in depth about MACRA and MIPS and how to prepare for value-based healthcare for each specialty, which is great. We'll be showcasing new ways to improve efficiencies for your practice, whether it be analytics or patient portal or patient kiosk to really streamline your exam room. There'll be Other opportunities to learn how to improve your revenue, like with telemedicine that we'll be showcasing, as well as our practice management system, which was newly released about three months ago. So there's a lot of things to learn, industry trends. There's a lot of new products that practices can benefit from. But most importantly, I think it's just great to be able to learn all this on a weekend where you don't have to cancel clinic and you can just relearn it in a relaxed environment.
1: Good deal. I know your customers are getting more and more excited. I see the traffic out on social media about people discussing it. What else is coming up in Modernizing Medicine? What can your customers expect from you as we close out 2016 and head into 2017?
0: There's definitely a trend towards analytics and how can I look at my own data to improve quality and improve my financial bottom line? We're about to launch an analytics platform that'll be generally available towards the end of this year, called ModMed Analytics, and that's going to give practices really the first time ability to mine their own data and see how they're doing on certain quality measures. Obviously, with value-based healthcare, but also biopsy rates. How often when I do a biopsy, am I getting a precancerous or cancerous lesion, or prescriptions, when I prescribe a medicine, how often am I prescribing a brand drug versus a generic drug? And really being able to see this type of information really gives physicians a great feedback that they need so that they can provide a higher level of quality at a lower cost. The other thing that I think we'll be rolling out probably more into 2017 is we have a clinical guidelines software that will be able to let practices implement their own guidelines for value-based healthcare. So if a particular practice wants to make sure that they're doing appropriate referrals for specialty care, we can have them opt in for a certain clinical guideline that allows the practice to abide by appropriate referrals. Because I think it's really hard to control cost without certain software. But I think we want to make sure it's the physicians that are policing themselves and not academies or payers or other companies. So it's really a nice opportunity for physicians to participate in the ways they want to save the healthcare system and hopefully use that data to negotiate better reimbursement rates for payers.
1: Perfect. So much going on. I want to take this time to get everybody, pull out your keyboard, go to www dot com. Bookmark the site. Keep up with what they're doing. They do a great job of educating, communicating. You'll find new stuff out there almost weekly, and you'll want to keep up with what they're doing at Modernizing Medicine. Dr. Scherling, it's so great to have you on the show. Thanks for stopping by, sharing your great wisdom, and telling us all about the great things you guys are up to.
0: Appreciate it, Joe. Thanks so much.
1: All right, that wraps this broadcast on behalf of our guest, Dr. Michael Scherling. I'm Joe Lavelle, and we'll see you soon on Intrepid Healthcare.